when my kids were young, I used to coach them uh, in playing soccer. And that was kind of my favorite sport uh, at, at the best time because, uh, you know, when young kids play soccer, I don't know if you've ever seen it, like four or five-year-old kids, it's really just blobs of yellow and red pennies that kind of move around the field in different ways. Oh, we've got a train. I'll hold on for just a second while that whistle blows. Are we clear? Uh. And there you have it. Well, uh, we're glad that you can enjoy the train whistle at home along with us here. Uh, so anyway, like I was saying, when you're coaching young kids, it's like blobs of yellow and red pennies moving around, right? Nobody's really playing a position. They're just chasing the ball. But that's okay because they're having fun. They're learning a few skills along the way. It's cool. But as they get older, if they want to improve, it's important that they actually learn the positions on the field. In order for them to become the best version of a soccer team, they've got to figure out how do you play striker, how do you play defender, how do you play goalie, and they discover what position they do well in, and they learn that position well. In order for the whole team to excel, each individual has to learn their position well. That's kind of how maturing in a sport goes. And that's a lot of how we're thinking about this idea of spiritual gifts. So we're kind of wrapping up our series we've been calling Too Fit to Quit that we've been in the last couple of weeks. And in this series, we've been talking about the gifts that we've been given as individuals, but as a body, this analogy of the body of Christ that Paul uses to talk about the church, that we are the physical representation of Christ in the world, and that the way that we live that out is through these gifts that we're given. And so Andrew and I uh, are both going to kind of land the plane or try to land the plane this morning. Uh, we're going to spend a little time kind of looking back at the passage, our, our key passage that we've been unpacking throughout this series. Um, and then we're going to invite you guys to do some, take some practical next steps in terms of learning how God has gifted you and what it looks like to grow in that. So first, we're going to look at, again, the, the passage we've been looking at is Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4. That's kind of been our key. We've looked at a couple of other ones, um, but that's kind of been the foundational text for this. So we're going to look back at that this morning. And I'm going to read from uh, chapter 4, beginning in verse 1 uh, to verse 8, and then we'll skip down to verse 11, and we'll finish up with uh, verse 16, if you're following along. So this is uh, Paul speaking, Ephesians chapter 4. Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father, who is over all and in all and living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special gift. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, as each part does its own special work. 
It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Now, before we continue real quick, I think we forgot to mention we are going to have something for kids. Our Kid Street group, uh, Emily Hershey, is leading us this morning. Um, so I think she is in the back. Uh, so if you did not go back and join them yet, you can, uh, you can head back there by the bushes. Online, if you want, we have some great resources for you. Uh, you can check the email that got sent out. Um, there's some great re- resources for you there online as well. So Paul uh, talks in this passage about unity. That's kind of the key thing in the beginning, this idea of being unified as a body. In fact, it's such a big deal that he says it seven times in two sentences. You know, like, we, can't, we get it, Paul. Oneness, right? He uses that word one again and again, seven times in one, uh, in two sentences. Um, so this is a big deal, being unified as a body, being one. But unity is different than uniformity. You know, that's the interesting thing that Paul kind of teases out here. We're unified, we have the same mission like the soccer team, right? We're coming together around a common goal, we're working towards the same end, but we don't do it by being the same. We actually do it by being ourselves, by discovering more fully who God made us to be and living into that. That's the, the gift of the gifts. It, it's not about us just becoming kind of clones who all do the same thing. It's actually about us becoming who we were created to be the unique people that God has made us. That's what Paul says here, right? Like, we're working together differently to accomplish the same goal. He says, these gifts are to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. But we're not doing it like slaves. It's not just like we've been given a job and we have to go do it. These are actually really good for us. He says... This is how we actually grow up into maturity. He says, then we will no longer be immature like children. Learning our gifts isn't just about figuring out what job we have to do. It's about becoming more fully who we were created to be. Becoming the the most alive version of ourselves as we become more like Christ. It's really a gift to discover our gifts. A gift to us and a gift to the church and a gift to the world. And so as we explore our gifts, we become more like Christ and we become more fully ourselves. And as we do so, the church is more able to accomplish its purpose. We're more able to do the mission God has called us to, like the soccer team that's able to actually be a successful program when each individual excels in their role. When we learn our gifts and grow up into them, then we can be the church we've been called to be both the church kind of around the world, but even specifically us as Koinos. We can be the church that we have been called to be right here. So we're going to continue to explore that together. In fact, Andrew's going to come up and talk a little bit more about specifically how we can grow in that together as a church. Hi, guys. So to see any church and to see Koinos specifically thrive, We all need to put our gifts into action. If you're like, I don't know what my gift is, that's okay. We're not going to worry about that at this point. We we have some information to send you. We've sent it to you before. We'll keep sending it to you until you can kind of go through what's called a five-fold gifts survey. So you kind of discover what might be your spiritual gift. But we all have a role to play. Our community, not just Koinos Community Church, but our community needs to see us use our gifts so they can see who Jesus is and how he is working in the world. When we use our gifts, 
we represent Christ well. So what does it look like for you to use your gifts? There's, I'm going to make a couple of distinctions here. So programmatically, we need people to serve in different ways. Some people came this morning and put up tents and they got the, um, the sound system ready to go. And we put up some tables and things like that. So we need people to volunteer. That's, that's a part of how a church functions. But that's not what we're talking about when we talk about spiritual gifts. You may use your spiritual gifts as you function as a part of Koinos Community Church when you do those types of things. But this is a little bit different. Volunteering is kind of like caffeine for the body. And so we need it. Well, I need it. I don't know. Maybe you guys don't need it. Maybe you have something else that you need to keep you going or get you going. But that's kind of what serving as a volunteer does for a church or any social organization. But what spiritual gifts do, they provide nourishment. And so the spiritual gifts, the things that we use to build up the body, are more like the protein and the good carbs and vitamins and things like that. Whereas caffeine is helpful and it makes things run pretty efficiently, the spiritual gifts is what's going to make us thrive and grow and be everything that our church body is supposed to be. And that's what the outside world is going to see is that makes us different from just a volunteer organization. So we're inviting you today, we've been on this journey for the last few weeks, we're inviting you to embrace your giftedness. And in light of this, we have some questions that we're going to ask. And don't worry if you don't know. I mean, we've been talking about this, these five-fold gifts um, for the last few weeks. So teaching, evangelism, apostleship, uh, prophet, and I'm missing one. Pastoral. Yeah, I didn't write them down. I should have wrote them down. I have them in my head. But you don't have to worry about being one of those specifically. And we're not trying to pigeonhole people into these. But you do have these gifts. Paul puts these in there as a part of something that Jesus does for each one of us so that we can make the body flourish and thrive and be the best that it can be. So these questions that we have at these different tables, if you're here with us, we have them at tables. If you're online, we're going to actually put a link in the comments so you can go to that uh, like a web form and answer these questions there. But here, we're going to spread out into these different table groups if you're live with us, put your mask on before you go to that table because we'll be a little bit bunched up. But there's five, six different questions. The front question up here is, what can you see yourself doing to make Koinos be all that it can be? And we want everybody that's here to be able to answer that. So you don't have to come there first, but that's the, big, that's the question we want everybody to, to answer. And then we have five other questions that may resonate with you just who you are and what God's giftedness to you is. And those are, what are you learning that you could tell others about as you learn to follow Jesus? What can you do to show care and compassion for those in the community? What do you think God is saying that the church needs to hear and to act on? And what is your big dream for Koinos? It's a little bit different than the question that on this table. And then what's the greatest thing about following Jesus that you want everyone else to know? And so those are spread out at these different tables. There's five of those at three tables, and then there's one over here. So pick the ones or two that resonate with you as you look around at those tables and answer those. If you want to answer all six of them, you could go for it. But we're, I'm gonna, here in a minute, I'm going to send a link to our comments, and I'm also going to put it on Discord. And we want everybody 
to participate with this with whether you're five or six years old up to whoever I may be the oldest person here today so it's all good um, we want everybody to participate in this with us because together as a body this is this is how we function this is how we do the good work that we do um, we want to hear from all of you Jesus has given you guys each a gift and the church desperately needs you to put these gifts into action they need to see us live out who Jesus is because a lot of times out in the world when people think church they don't necessarily see Jesus and our gifts are what gonna are, are the things that are gonna show Jesus to the world.